0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. I want to go in your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. We started this fast and I preached from Matthew chapter 6. And so I want to end it today as we are ending this fast. And in a few moments, we're going to Here in this campus and there in Orange County, we're going to lay hands and bless. Now, listen to me. Get your faith up for this. Because, you know, I was reading, I've been reading that Bible program that we have. And you check off the little boxes. I read something I never noticed the other day about Abraham. The Bible said he went back to Melchizedek and Melchizedek blessed him, laid his hands on him and blessed him. Abraham could not get where he needed to go without the blessing and there's something about in a few moments when we lay hands on you that if you receive it, we're speaking life and speaking miracles and speaking blessings and healing. You've been fasting and praying. Make this prayer line that's going to happen in that room in Orange County and here in Georgia, make that your point of contact. That when we lay hands upon you, you know it's a powerful thing that Over and over and over, they lay hands on them in the Bible, and we're going to do it today. Every person will be blessed that desires to be blessed, and God honors it, and it's a powerful, powerful thing. Everybody say, I can receive a miracle today through the laying on of hands. But Before before we do that, I want to give you a quick teaching, and I realize that that This thing of the first, giving God the first of our lives at the first of the year is powerful. You know that as you've been fasting. But here's the great scripture, verse 33 of Matthew 6. But seek first the kingdom. Everybody say first. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. And so I'm talking for just a few moments on first things. I want... I found in the Bible seven times God said, do this first. And it will, it will align you for blessings that are unprecedented that you have never experienced before. Seven times he said before you do something else, do this first, do this first, do this first, do this first. And he says, if you do these seven things first, if you put my word first, my blessings will overtake you. In This new year and I want to give you this teaching because I feel like it's from the Lord You know, I was thinking about it. Um You can drive your car up on a sidewalk and I've done it many times and 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 you can knock the front wheels out of alignment And you know, you're driving down the road and you hit 60 or 70 or 80 and 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 you feel something wobbly Something is wrong and it hinders your journey it hinders you from going where you're supposed to go because things, what's wrong? Things are out of alignment. Your wheels are out of alignment. Sometimes, because I travel a lot on airplanes, my back will just really ache and I'll have to go to a chiropractor and say, will you, will you pop me? I call them the popper. Will, will you pop me and, and, and get my back back in alignment? And it's so amazing. Sometimes I get headaches and stuff and if I'll just go get... Get that alignment right. is something about getting that alignment right that, that, that really makes the journey easier. And so in Matthew 6, 33, he says, seek first the kingdom of God. That is the alignment of priorities. That's the first thing, the alignment of priorities. In other words, you have to dethrone whatever stands between you and Jesus. Listen to this. First Thessalonians five and verse 12 says that he will preserve you. Notice the order spirit, soul, and body. So many times our order is our body first. Our order is the flesh first, then the soul, which is our emotions, our attitude, our, our, uh, you know, our, our happiness, and then the spirit, but notice God's priority. He says, Seek first the kingdom and he says, I'll preserve you spirit, soul and body. It's spirit first. And if you let him bless you and you get the priority of the kingdom first, spirit first, then soul, then body, then finances, everything else will be blessed. If you get this priority and this alignment of priority on spiritual things. The Christian life is not me first, it's the kingdom first. Did you hear what I just said? You're never too young to hear what I'm saying right now. I don't care how young you are if you will say not me first but the kingdom first that is the life that is in alignment for God's blessing and favor to come upon. I'm so glad God gave me sense enough to learn that and I didn't waste years and years and years but I I decided at a young teenage age that it would be spirit first and then soul and then body and you know what when you get in that alignment of kingdom first Spirit things, spiritual first. God will bless you with everything else that you are longing for and wanting for. The alignment of your priorities. Now listen to this. This is very important. If you want something more than you want the kingdom, it is a trap. If you want somebody... Meaning, if you've got to choose between the kingdom of God and it or the kingdom of God or them, and you would rather have them or it more than the kingdom of God, that is a sure sign that what you're going after is a trap. Because if you seek first the kingdom, he will give you what his design and plan and purpose is for your life. In Africa, they... They trap monkeys with a very simple device. They, they have this thing that's only big enough, this trap, to get your hand in. And when they grab a hold of the piece of fruit because they make a fist, they cannot get their fist out. And all a captor has to do is walk up and, and capture the monkey because he will not, if he just let the fruit go, he could get free. But he won't let it go. And therefore, he, he is captured. And... I'm saying to you, let go this year and seek first the kingdom of God. Anything you're trying to hold on to more than the kingdom, it's hindering you from the alignment of God's blessing. And the strange thing is, is if you get in alignment with the kingdom first, he will add all these things that you long for and wish for and dream for. It's only in him. So that's that's one of the signs you're out of alignment it's when you have no hunger for spiritual things. When there's no hunger, when, you, when, you, when you're passionate about sports and you're passionate about the mall and you're passionate about this, nothing wrong with those things. But when they have your passion and your emotions and there's no spiritual hunger, it's a sign you're out of alignment with the kingdom of God. Secondly, number two, he says to a man who is complaining about the splinter in someone's eye. He says in verse, Matthew 7 and verse 5, Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam in your own eye and then worry about the splinter in someone else's eye. So this is the alignment of relationships. You see, what he's saying is, you need to worry first about yourself. You're talking about people and their issues and you're criticizing somebody who has a toothpick in their eye. And you have a telephone pole in your eye. And this doesn't make sense. And there, how many of you have met that Christian? How many of you know them? And you know, it's so easy to see what they need to do. What somebody else is doing wrong. How they need to raise their children. And yours don't even like to be around you. But, 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 but they, you, 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 you see, oh, it's so clear to you what their issues are but you don't see the beam and he says first first cast out the beam in your own eye and, and 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 you know when you're one of those people that's always attacking other believers and preachers and everybody and you say hateful and mean things you better remember that God will judge you harsher Because you are ignoring your own telephone pole, worried about their splinter. I'm telling you how to get in alignment for the blessing of God. And God doesn't bless people who go around criticizing other people all the time as though they don't have any issues themselves. You deal with you first. Say amen, somebody. You know, some people's favorite poem is, Faults in others, I can see but glory to God, there's none in me. (laughs) Yeah. Take the beam first out of your own eye and then talk to me about my toothpick. Amen. Number three, Matthew chapter five and verse 23. He says, when you're going to give a gift, when you're going to give a charitable gift, when you're going to do something for the ministry, listen to this. He says, take your gift to the altar. And if you remember that you have an offense, leave the gift on the altar, go thy way, listen to this, and first be reconciled with your brother. He's saying if you're in a position of unforgiveness, a position of bitterness and strife, and you're offended... It does you no good to give an offering, and I can hear somebody right now saying, "Well, praise God, that's how I'm not going to give it." Then the Lord told me not to give until I get it right, so I'm just going. That's not what He said. He said, bring the offering. I got you. Bring the offering and put it on the altar. And in other words, he's saying it's a layaway blessing. And and I'm going to hold the blessing up. I'll hold it for you. And when you go and make things right, I'll release the blessing on the offering you brought. And he didn't say, take it with you and get it right and bring it back. He said, leave it on the altar. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. But this way you got something invested. Do you see that? This way, there's an incentive because you've got the offering on the altar and it's a layaway plan for the blessings of God and go first and make that right with that brother or that sister. This is the alignment of relationships. And folks, it matters. It matters. You have to get along with people. It matters. You know, the priority of relationships, alignment in relationships. We're into extreme individualism. It's all about me and Jesus. We've got our own thing going. And we've got people that may tag repair man can fix things, and the iPhone man can fix things, and the car repair man can fix things. But we need somebody to fix the relationships that we are in. And he says, You don't need to just ignore this year if you want the blessings of God get in alignment for the blessing and first be reconciled and even if they don't want to be reconciled with you, you've done your part when you reach out and try to reconcile and then God says I can bless that life number number four Matthew chapter 12 in verse 29 talks about another alignment, he says that how can you take someone's goods and get and spoil their house until you first enter the strong man's house and you spoil his goods. He said, you first notice that first bind the strong man. And we know this is alignment of authority. This has to do with the fact that the devil has stolen from you. The devil has stolen some things from you. He's stolen relationships. He's stolen money. He's stolen health. He's stolen things. And you know, to be passive, you you can't be passive sometimes. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And he said, I want you to get this year in alignment with authority and take authority over the strong man. Satan has your stuff in a storage unit. And he has your name on it, but he says, I've stolen from them and they'll never get it back. But the Bible said, if you want your stuff back, first take authority and bind the strong man. First bind the strong man and don't accept that it's gone forever. You lose your keys. And you will look for them until you find them. You lose your wallet and you will look for it until you find it. But the devil wants you to say, I've lost it so long, I'll never get it back. But the Bible said, when the enemy comes against you, you are to bind the strong man. I think today here in Georgia and there in California, because I'm talking to thousands of people who have been fasting and praying for 21 days and the enemy has stolen some of your stuff but the lord says if we agree together and bind the strong man on the last day of the fast that you're going to get it back you're going to get your joy back you're going to get your dream back you're going to get your marriage back you're going to get your finances back you're going to get your purpose back come on and agree with me somebody Reach over and grab somebody by the hand and say, In the name of Jesus, say it out loud. Shout it out loud. In the name of Jesus, we bind the strong man. He has our stuff. And the Bible said, If the thief be found, he must restore what he stole sevenfold. Lord, I receive this year... The sevenfold blessing. Now lift up a shout of praise because you have alignment of authority operating. I want you to know that we're not defeated. We have authority over demons. We have authority over devils. We have authority over the spirit of lack, the spirit of fear, the spirit of depression, the spirit of suicide, the spirit of discouragement. God is saying, bind those strong men and I will restore unto you the joy of your salvation. Everybody take a praise break. Hallelujah. I feel faith in this place today. Shout, I'm taking it back. There's another first thing found in Matthew 22 and verse 36. He says, Master, which is the great commandment? And Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, and soul. This notice, this is the first and great commandment and love your neighbor as you love yourself. This is the alignment of your heart. And God is saying for this year, I really want to bless you. I really want you to be in alignment so that I can bless you in the city and bless you in the field. I want to open up my good treasures. I want to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. But in order for that to happen, here's the first thing you've got to do. You've got to get that alignment of heart. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. This is the first commandment with all of your heart. You see, what you get excited about is what you activate. What you get passionate about is what you activate. And he says, I want your heart. I want you this year to give me your heart. It's the first great commandment. And he said, love God with all of your heart. And then he said, and he was talking to a bunch of lawyers, not attorneys as we would think of them. But they specialized in the law of Moses. And there were 613 laws that they knew and could quote. And he was saying to those specialists that were legalists and uh, 613 laws that they tried to keep. He said, if you want to fulfill all 613, this is how you do it. He says this in another place. He said, it can all be fulfilled in one verse. Love the Lord with all of your heart, mind, soul. Love your neighbor and love yourself. Now we, we we like that, love God, and we agree with that, I should love my neighbor. But we forget the biggest part of that loving your neighbor is as you love yourself. In other words, God is saying, I want you to get in alignment with the fact that I I love you. And don't you listen to the voice of the enemy that tells you, to hate yourself because you're ugly, because you're inferior, because you're stupid. You'll hear the voices on the inside tell you you can't do anything right. You're good for nothing. That is not in alignment with what the king has to say about you. He said, that is not my voice. Listen to me. It's never the giants that keep us out of the promised land. It's never the giants on the outside. It was the ten spies on the inside. It was the voices of the ten on the inside that kept them from victory, not the giants on the outside. The thing that will stop you from your dream and your promised land will never be, if God told you to take it and do it, it will never be the giants and you will face them, but they are not authorized to stop you. It will always be the voices on the inside. The ten voices said, we're not able. The spies said, we're not able. Two said, we're well able. But ten said, we can't do it. We're not good enough. We're not big enough. We're not strong enough. We don't have enough money. We can't do it. We can't do it. And beware of the voices on the inside. And he said, I want you to love yourself on the inside. You know, it's all right to talk to yourself, but don't let yourself talk to you. Because if you let yourself talk to you, it'll tell you how sorry you are, how ugly you are, how overweight you are, how good for nothing you are. No wonder nobody loves you. You're good for nothing. You're stupid. You're a loser. You. Nobody will ever care about you. That is not in alignment with what God's Word says. You need to look back at that voice and say, you shut up. I'm going to talk to you. You're not going to talk to me. And my Bible said that I am favored of God and I am blessed of God and I am loved of God and I have His righteousness and His grace and favor on my life. Get in alignment with your heart, with others, and love yourself. Hallelujah. Can I give you two more? Yes. I like this next one. It's a big one. Matthew 23. He was talking to a bunch of self-righteous Pharisees who wore white clothing to show how holy they were all the time. If they went, if they went to a ball game, they wore their little white, white little clo- cloths and stuff so that everybody knew how holy. If they went anywhere, they, they went around, ooh, I'm holy, I'm holy. And Jesus said in verse, Matthew 23 and verse 26, he said, you guys, uh, you know, you got the cup and the planter on the outside and you're always worried about the outside. Throw it up on the screen. You're always worried about the outside. But he said in verse 26, cleanse first. Everybody say first. Cleanse, cleanse first that which is inside the cup. That's the alignment of your inner world. You can't take the man out of the slum. You've got to get the slum out of the man. And that alignment in your inner world is your purity. It's your thought life. And, and they, they were so worried about looking the part on the outside, but inside they were full of dead men's bones. You know, the world feeds on what you are on the outside. But God feeds on what you are on the inside. And that's why Jesus stood at the door and he said, Behold, I'm on the outside and I knock. I want to come in and sup with you, but you need to clean the cups on the inside. Some people worry about the outward only. How I look and what people will think about me. But the greater thing to be clean is. Is to be clean on the inside. In your thought life. In your purity. In your attitude. In your spirit. I was raised in, in a great church. And my parents raised me well. And I don't, I don't uh, regret the way that I was raised. But we were raised with, with a, lot of, uh, a lot of rules. We could not go to the movies and we could not do this. And they were especially tough on the women. The women, uh, could not wear makeup and they could not wear pants and, and, uh, they could not. And, and I I don't, I don't, I don't mean to make light of someone's convictions. If that's your conviction, then I respect that. And, you know, I think, I actually think we need to we need to add to our conviction list instead of erasing everything, but 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 that's another story, but but be careful when you start thinking that your outward stuff, and I, I told them in the first service, you know, and we, we they, they, the women didn't wear makeup or anything, and we didn't cast devils out, we just showed them our women and the demons fled, amen <laughs> but I'm just kidding. Don't get mad at me. Don't uh, lighten up, lighten up. I totally respect anybody's convictions, but, but what, what's wrong is when you begin to think that that is what God feeds off of and inside it's dirty, it's defiled, it's ugly, it's judgmental. It's mean. It's unchristlike on the inside. And he said, clean the inside first, because God feeds off of what you are on the inside. God help us to be that kind of people. He says, if you want to be in the alignment of my blessing, don't go around thinking your holiness is in your outside because you got to get it on the inside and then it will change things on the outside that the Holy Spirit convicts you of. And He will make you modest. And He will change some things. And He will convict you if you put on something that you shouldn't put on. And start to do something. But you don't base your salvation on your outside. It's all on being clean on the inside first. Let me give you another one and I'm done. John chapter 20 and verse 19. On the first day of the week the disciples were assembled. You get in alignment this year. Listen to this preacher. God told me to tell you this. He said, tell the people to get in alignment with the body of Christ on the first day of the week. That you don't just come to church, hit, skip, or miss. But you get in alignment with the body of Christ on the first day of the week. It's the Sabbath. Make your priority God's house this year and watch the blessings find you and overtake you. You know, I thought about it. We... We every once in a while when I take a Sunday off and I don't go to church or something and I'm amazed at how many people are on the highways and you go to the mall and the parking lot is packed and you go to the movies and the parking lot is packed and it's like everything, sports are packed. Everything has priority over the house of God and Christians are becoming more and more loose with church attendance and you don't understand that if you get in alignment with the first, the Bible said the first day of the week. You get your family in church, no matter what comes to that home, there is a blessing. Jacob said, I will call this place he saw a vision of angels going up and down he said I found the gate of heaven I'm going to call this place Bethel which means house of God which means simply this that there are things that God will do for you in church that he will not do for you by yourself there are things that God will do for you and angels will visit you in services like this and give you answers that you never have thought of and miracles you never thought of that you will not get streaming live I'm sorry I'm all for it and if you can can't get here and you're somewhere else. That's one thing. But there is nothing that can take the place of the alignment with the body of Christ, which says one can put a thousand, but now there's thousands here. Two can put 10,000. Look at somebody beside you and say, I'm seven times stronger because I'm sitting by you this morning. My prayers right now are seven times stronger. My praise right now is seven times stronger. My faith right now is seven times stronger. If one can put a thousand, two can put ten thousand. I'm telling you, you're in the right place for a miracle today. Somebody shout, this is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And angels are here. In alignment with the body of Christ. And I want to give you one more and don't lose your shout now. You know, I thought about, I heard about one lady that wrote her pastor a letter and she said, you know, I'm going to give you a list of Sundays that I need off. And she said, I need the Sunday before Christmas and the Sunday after Christmas, because I have to get ready for Christmas the Sunday before my family comes. I have to I need the Sunday after to get over it. And I need Easter holiday. I need 4th of July Sunday off. I need Mother's Day off to go see my mother. I need Father's Day Sunday off to see my father. I need three Sundays off for school closings. I need three Sundays off for family reunions with me and my husband and other family members. I need five Sundays off for six Sundays because I've got five people in my family. And i uh, just give one per Sunday. I need four Sundays off for business affairs. I need four Sundays off for bad weather, including a little piece of sleet if it falls, anything. I I need one Sunday off for a company that came in from out of town. I need three Sundays off for TV specials for things like the Super Bowl. And so bottom line is, you know how much that comes out to? Five Sundays a year. Uh, You can count on me being in church five Sundays a year. And you know what? When you hear that, you think, I would never do that. You need to take inventory. Because how you treat God's house is how God will treat your house. And you will see direct blessings in alignment with how you're aligned with the body of Christ. Come on, Dad. Come on, Mom. I'm preaching the truth. Make a commitment to the house of God this year. Last one. Y'all ready? Ready? This one is in Deuteronomy 26 and verse 2. Thou shalt take of the first of the earth and of the land that the Lord gives you. Put it in a basket. Go to the place which the Lord God will choose to place his name there and give it to God. He said you shall take the first, the first fruits. That's the alignment of your money. Proverbs 3 and verse 9, honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruits of all your increase. Listen to this. What a magnificent blessing. And your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow. The tithe is the first. It's not the cost of admission to a gospel show. The tithe is not what you send to your poor cousin in Birmingham. The tithe is not what you give to TV preachers. The tithe belongs in the storehouse that you call your church, that feeds your soul, that ministers to you and your family. Bring it to the place. Listen, he said, you don't choose where the tithe goes. Bring it to the place I have chosen. Now you give offerings to anybody you want, but he said your tithe belongs in the house. Too many people ask where their money has gone instead of asking. You're either going to ask, you're either going to tell your money where to go, or you're going to ask where did where it went. Took me a long time to get that out, but you figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. The first tenth is his. You know, if if I, borrowed, uh, if I borrowed Brock's car and said, Brock, my car's broke down. Can I borrow your ca- car? And, and I drove it around for a week and I, I brought him the keys back a week and I said, Brock, <laughs> Brock, I love you so much. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you this car. <laughs> He'd look at me like, It's my car. What are you talking about? I did you the favor. We act like it's a big deal that we give God what's all. He said the tithe is mine. The rest, but he said that's mine. Don't shout me down, please. This is quiet as a mouse on cotton right now. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You know, you don't have to have a lot to be greedy. We think the only people that are greedy are people who've got a lot. That's not true. If you're not faithful with what you have right now, God says, I can't trust you with true riches. <laughs> Align yourself. This is what I heard the Lord say. Folks, God's blessed us. I don't, I don't have to. I'm not a beggar. I'm not going to ever do that. But I'm telling you the truth of God's word. God says align yourself for the blessing. Too many are out of alignment. Business deals will come your way. Open doors will come your way. God ideas will come your way. Creativity will come your way. Favor, unprecedented favor. You'll rub shoulders with people you never dreamed that you would get in the same room with when you get your finances in alignment with God's kingdom. Well, you just don't understand how much money I make. The tithe would be tremendous. Well, let's get together and I'll pray with you and ask God to reduce you down to a salary that you can be faithful with. God wants to bless you. The alignment of priority, relationships, authority, your heart, the inner world, the body of Christ and alignment in our finances. How many of you this year would love to see the tidal wave of God's blessings overtake you and your family and this church in a magnificent way? Let me see your hand. Let me see it there in California. Everybody in this room, I'm gonna ask you to stand to your feet. And I'm going to ask you to stand there in California and I'm going to ask you to lift up your hands for the next few moments. And while I preach, I believe God has been speaking to people. There are people in this room who are are backslidden, who are not right with God. Everybody right where you are, say these words, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I surrender to You. I give my heart to You. I give my life to You. And I'm jumping in on the last day of this fast. And I'm getting in alignment. With your will, with your kingdom, wash me, cleanse me, forgive me, and bless me mightily this year, I pray. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are blessed.